You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Justified After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Justified After Show. And welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another AfterBuzz TV After Show for Justified, Season 5, Episode 10, entitled Wait. I'm John Comerford. I'm joined on the big panel by Tamara Bird. Hey, everybody. Stephen Bottomley. Hi. Matt Lieberman. Hey, hey, hey. And Helmy Booth is Marissa Serafini. Thank you, Marissa. Hello. All right, I want to start right off with learning what the 21-foot rule comes to because mm. I can't get that image out of my brain with this. Feet, legs sticking out of the hole. I mean, how much is that? I mean, we've been pimping that for the whole series, and we finally get the whole season, excuse me. We finally get to see what it's like. And the 21-foot rule does not take into account unexpected graves. No. Yes. No, yeah, you got to figure that one. Yeah. I don't. I was bummed because I don't know whether Raylan could have pulled it off. It seemed like he wasn't going to be able to. It seems like he was kind of slow on the draw. No. And, oh, I, I think he was so shocked that was, the guy actually did it. That, yeah. But uh, he was far enough away. Had there not been a grave, I think it would have been close. <laughs> I think he would have just punched him in the face and then shot him. Yeah, right, that would have been, been funny. And, and it was a nice homage to Out of Sight because it looked a lot like the fat white boy, whatever his name, character I, name. I, I can't, can't remember his character remember. name. When he, when he runs up the steps and he trips and shoots himself in the head. <laughs> I've this watched this very, three times and... Yeah. Each time, I'm just laughing with those legs sticking up. Yeah. Just... I was alone re- watching it, and I couldn't stop laughing for 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. I was just, like, cackling laughing so You long. know, it's funny because it, it was an homage, I, I'm guessing, to Out of Sight, which is obviously... Yeah, it was. Uh, it was Leonard. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, great. Uh, but even that, David, uh, I think I read that that was not uh, something that was ever written in the book, in that particular thing, that that was something they did for the movie on set that day or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's funny because it is very Elmore Leonard and mm-hmm. now they're you know paying an homage to something that was he didn't, that was that inspired he didn't, by Elmore exactly, Leonard exactly so. and it's and honestly it's a such a pleasure to see something that's been strung along all season paid yeah. off right and then also to have this tense moment that we've been waiting for so beautifully undercut and it just made it so ridiculous and it was just a joy to watch and Danny got what he deserved yeah he deserved, deserved to go out looking like a fool yeah no so did you look? I d- well, you I you know I didn't look the second you know when when we came back to him with the thing and his you yeah, know the, yeah, the, the, nice, yeah. um I kind of I kind of was like this yeah I was because I didn't like it but then I was reading about um, A J Buckley the actor who played yeah. that I was reading mm-hmm. about his experience of it and he said that you know the inside of his mouth and the blade uh-huh. is a little like prosthetic piece okay silver piece that he um, kept in there. And he had blood in his mouth while he was turning over, so he was actually choking because you don't want to swallow that stuff, right. yeah. you know. And um, and he got to keep the the, the prosthetic. Oh, well, that's, you know, nice. that's nice. What are they going to do with yeah. it? Guess what he's doing for Halloween, <laughs> right? Every year for 
from now on. That was right. great looking, though. I mean, that's yeah. good. Oh, my Beautiful God. Yeah. yeah. So Again, kudos funny. to the art department. Uh, or, I mean, who handles it? Would that be art department? Yeah, it would be art department. Yeah. That, that would be our old pat- buddy uh, Dave Blass. Dave Blass right. Working, sure, working in uh, conjunction with the makeup team. Right, and speaking exactly. Of Dave Blass, we have uh, our, our vote in Shelby here for, from that he brought for, for us last week, so we got it. Prominently displayed. Thank you very much, David. Yeah. Yes, yes. Hell of a sheriff. Hell of a car. <laughs> um, one of the other things that I wanted to say was that during the um, shooting of that scene, yeah. according to A.J. Buckley, he was saying that Timothy Oliphant couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> he was laughing during A.J. Buckley's takes. He was laughing when the stuntman was doing it. He was laughing when it was his stuff. He just got a kick out of it. And then the way that uh, Dahl, John Dahl, did John you say? Dahl, John Dahl yeah. shot it with those feet sticking up. You know yeah. that it's Elmore Leonard. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, apparently it was hilarious and they wrapped at like four o'clock in the morning when they did wow. that the, you know this is what i loved about it i always pictured danny going out with just riddled with gunfire yes. just in a horrible mm-hmm. slow and just to have him going <laughs> you know in a, pathetic hoisted on his own petard yeah, exactly. yeah. Thank you, Doug for a dog which is even yeah. better mm-hmm. you know and again hey, not just for a dog for, for chelsea. chelsea chelsea so you know Where in a way kendall got his mm-hmm. his revenge in a way in a way yeah Oh God, that was hilarious! That's a, that I mean, was a great way to go out. Didn't see anything close to that coming. I mean, no I honestly way. thought that it was going to be a punch from Raylan. Just like you idiot, yeah, right? Yeah. Just, but no, that was so much better. So much it better. Really and and honestly, I'm just glad he's out of the way because it yeah. not only does it kick up the stakes for all of our remaining crows, right. mm-hmm. but the dude was a loose cannon. He was crazy and dangerous, and I'm glad that he's no longer on this fictional earth. Okay. Because, well, just because yeah. he's, I mean, he's a killer. He's a murderer, mm-hmm. and, he, and he, then he doesn't tell people And how it. economical to die in a grave. I mean, yeah. seriously. Right. I mean, it's a very... No right. muss, no fuss. Right. Yeah. Half the job already done. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fair. You know, mm-hmm. the same way that Penny described her her, uh, her stabber shiv, you know. Yeah, no when must, no not, fuss. No must, no fuss. Mm-hmm. It's just easy. Easy going. Yeah. I liked how um, the, how Raylan approached him. You know, he had to give him his moment. You know, he yeah. understood. Oh, you lost your dog. Okay, we're gonna. You know, I'll give you that. But and there's still business. Gave him even more because he was yeah. gonna do a favor for him because of the somber moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, in honor of that. I love that line. You understand the favor? <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, because he's not really getting anything. No. You know, he's still gonna have to go in for all this for the heroin yeah. possession. He's still gonna be probably you know years or maybe life in prison. Yeah. Um, but the favor is there. And yeah. He did notice it. <laughs> <laughs> and Danny would be likely to misunderstand. Yeah. Also, who else would be likely to misunderstand is Dewey. So let's talk about Dewey's storyline there. The fact oh. with the tow truck, starting off with the tow truck. Mm-hmm. My Idiot God. Cousin Dewey. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's just he's, so ill-equipped. For to... life or anything. Yeah. It's like he really does need to have his dream where he's just sitting in the, uh, the, in the above pool. ground pool. Because that's right. about all with he can the handle. the that's really about it. Yeah, it's it's he's so pathetic. And then he's the, the I mean, it was great, so comical to see him running with the stupid outfit on and running after the gremlin. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the idea that you're chasing a gremlin to begin with. Was it was great. it downhill or was the car just on? It was no, downhill. it was downhill. No, no, okay. <laughs> they met. Yeah, the, yeah, the right. trooper and Raylan were talking about Raylan that. Raylan mentioned it. Right. Yeah, and how stupid he was yeah. Yeah. to unhitch the car downhill. Yeah, downhill. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. why he had to chase it. Yeah, got it. Yeah, but they are they are really gonna make you. 
sad when he goes. Yeah. And when he was identified by the, the hiker or whatever, that's he, two didn't hikers, he right. just didn't yeah. look right. He didn't yeah. look right. Yeah. Look right. Yeah. I think that's, you know, idiot cousin Dewey and yeah. he didn't look right are the yeah. two perfect descriptions mm-hmm. for him. I agree. But look, if he's smart enough to go after Boyd or at least ask Boyd for some money, I mean, I mean, that is where he I'm shines. Saying, Whoa. That, that is where the writing that character shines is when he has to be, I'm in charge now, I got this. Mm-hmm. And I got, mm-hmm. your, I got the whole half of all of it. <laughs> he's getting lost in his home. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm high on that fabled catbird seat. You know, he's like... Because <laughs> he aspires to be like Boyd. He does. Yeah. He does. He's really trying to like grab what's his. And as hard as he tries, he someone can. takes it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So pathetic. And then, of course, you know, he thinks that all I have to do is... And I thought... Sorry, I'm going crazy, but okay. he asked for 250 grand because the money I should have been given for Audrey. Yeah. It's only fair. I know it it's is. not I even like, what the no, heroine's dude, worth. Right, well, what is the heroin I, worth? I don't know. Who knows? It's, it's like millions and millions, yeah, right? No, and At least that's a few million. Right. Yeah, got right. it. But that's He's a resident so drug expert. About Thank this. you, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, you're welcome. He's the last guy that has some sort of idea of what's fair yeah. in this I whole thing. I just want he's, what's mine. He's only, he only wants his dream. That's the only thing he's, he's ever greedy. been going after. No. no. Yeah. Just give me what's mine and I'll give you this to you. And, and uh, what he wants is to just go. He just wants he to just go. He just wants to get be out. Be with his loyal whores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, loyal to the end unless they're getting a sweet taste of that uh, sweet, sweet cat. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, find an in-ground pool somewhere else, yeah. somewhere far away. An in-ground, yeah, that would be Oh, that would be in-ground, upgrade, right? Would be great. Right. Yeah. With maybe one of those changing porticos that you can change your, you know, into your bath. Uh, bathing, bathing, suit. bathing costume, yeah. yes, yeah. one of those little pop up <laughs> tents or, or, or lights, yes. in it. LED lights. I'm a little uh, LEDs. Yeah. That'd be nice. You know, he's he's a simple guy with yes. simple tastes. Mm-hmm. But you're right. His 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 lovely horse. Yeah, um, you know, sold him out for a couple of yeah, railing a stack of money. Yeah. Well, you know, turned out to be ten dollars. Yeah, after this phone call, right. you know, uh, after this phone call, Boyd passes off. This assignment to uh, to Daryl to Daryl and he's uh, he's not happy about it. They're getting ready to scam him, and Raylan shows up just in time to snatch the money mm-hmm. and uh, pay a visit to the whores. He gives him a little taste of that fake money to get their cell phone, and uh, he gives he gives Dewey a bright idea. He's got to visit his last good friend in the world, right. The, Speaking of, before we get to that friend, yeah. I've got to talk about another friend because our oh, friend sure. Maria Menounos had a big show opening this week. So, the Maria, I'm sorry, night. Marissa, you, uh, let everybody know what happened on Tuesday and what uh, is going to be happening be for, for the next week. Yeah, yeah. Maria Menounos' new reality show came out yesterday and it premiered. And you know what? Let's take a little sneak peek of what you'll see. Yes. Tuesdays on Oxygen. I'm Maria Menounos, and my life can get a little crazy. I host Extra. I'm an actor, producer, dancer, wrestler, and a lot of other things. I live with Kevin, my boyfriend of 15 years. Do you really love me? I would say that I'm in serious like. And my parents. Yep. I just said I live with my parents. You drive me crazy. You drive me crazy. My parents want us to get married. You both love each other. Get married. Kevin and I don't. I am going to get married when I want to get married. I think I want kids. Kevin definitely doesn't want them now. This is being pushed on to us. And of course, my parents wanted them yesterday. This year, you got to have it. And I have a house full of people counting on me financially. If I take my eye off the ball, everything can fall apart. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or wants us to do. It's what we want to do. Everyone things that they know what's best for me but I'm really the only one I have got to figure things out 
Chasing Maria Menounos is so new. Every Tuesday at 10, 9 central, starting March 18th, only on Oxygen. Okay, so that's our friend and executive producer, Maria Menounos, and her new uh, reality show. So check that out. We want to thank her very much. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to uh, Dewey's friend. So his, the last friend he has in the world, or his only friend, I guess, is, is Dickie. And what Dickie a welcome Dickie. Oh, my God. How I didn't realize fun. how much I missed him until he yeah. was there with his terrible hair. His terrible hair. And, uh, and his weird affectations. I mean, just odd, it, odd behavior. It's a wonderful character. Yeah. Was it Dave Blass who told us that he heard Dickie Bennett cuts his own yeah, hair? Yeah, Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy cut yeah. his own hair? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. At least he did in Season three. What mm-hmm. we don't know is whether or not he's still doing it, or they're just matching what he you probably got to pay somebody then. a lot to get exactly. it just right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I just love how I just love how Timothy Elephant just stood back and let him go. Yeah, you know, he's. Just I like, mean, not only that, but I mean, he really gave him the scene. He just sat he, down and watched. Yep. He said, "Look, check this out." Yep. Yeah. So it was interesting in the Graham Yost um, postmortem in Entertainment Weekly that we uh-huh. always read. Um, he made a big deal to talk about the fact that Timothy Oliphant in that room, Raylan in that room sits there with his head on his mm-hmm. fist just listening right. to Dickie Bennett uh-huh. and that and that he'd never been in that posture before in the mm. entire it's series hunched over yeah. position mm. and i don't i don't but he didn't really say much more than that well it's not an iconic look i mean if you remember the posters they did last season even this season they yeah they're they right? they they they're very iconic and uh, the way the way he was first leaning up against the wall in that yes, scene yes. that's very raylan esque right we see that kind of thing a lot you just don't see that that frame in that uh, posture. What's interesting about it is, uh, you know, a lot of his more iconic looks are very masculine. They're very mm-hmm. relaxed. This, to me, felt like a Raylan who was tired, mm-hmm. who was fed up, who was biding his time listening mm-hmm. to this guy drone on, and he couldn't be bothered to do any posturing. Mm. Like, this is a guy who has been through the ringer, and he's getting tired of how long it takes to get anything done. And I would agree with that because we also saw the way he took the briefcase. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can see normally there'd be some, you know, little, you know, and there was a little bit of banter he broke beforehand. The law. He yeah, assaulted he them, grabbed it, and smacked yeah. them, you know, and yeah. took it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I was going back to. He, he he's losing his patience. Yeah, and and he, you've already seen what happens when he loses his patience. He gets in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. But and I thought that was interesting too. And it, and it, for me, it was kind of like he was just listening to a child. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, just you know, well, you're interesting. Tell me more of your story. And it was not threatening at all. It was it, it was like almost. I don't want to say subservient, but it was very just. See, I read that differently. I read that differently. I read it more as like an adult listening to a kid tell you a story that you know is entirely BS Mm -hmm. about why, you know, your computer's broken. But Mm -hmm. I I also read it as I know Dickie well enough to know that. I'll just let him talk because he's going to screw up he's gonna hang and then I'll get what I end. need and right. I don't have to give him anything, which is exactly what happened. Because mm-hmm. how many times has he gone up against Dickie? And he knows him. It's very yeah. true. Just let him talk because that's what Dickie likes to do. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, he fancies himself somebody, yeah. you know, a kingpin or a he powerhouse. Was, yeah, the way, that, the way he was saying the whole thing, yeah, yeah, I got what you need. You know, you just need to turn yourself around and do it the way I want because I can get you sitting pretty if you give me what I want. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, much much was made of the fact that he's now in a wheelchair yeah. after mm-hmm. we last saw him in season three when Raylan mm-hmm. shot his bad leg mm-hmm. and now he, he can't even stand up. Mm-hmm. Can't even limp around mm-hmm. anymore. Uh, did, did you say that was it for him? 
for uh, Jeremy? Dickie Bennett? I believe it is. Okay. I believe that's it for this season. Yeah. God, it was good to see him. I know. Yeah. Uh, we we didn't talk about Parker Stevenson going to. Oh yes, yes, of course. That's what the the name Dewey uses in order to get into. It's on his ID. It's on his ID. Because obviously, as a felon, he can't go visiting uh, with his known name. Right. So he makes up right. Parker Stevenson, which is great for those who don't know. That's way back when from the Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys days. Oh, yeah. Parker Simon Stevenson's an actor. Yeah, Simon was he Simon, Simon? Simon? Was I, think, he I think it was okay. one of the Simon brothers. All right, I don't All remember right. that. Yeah. Pretty sure. Wait, that's a I that's could be a totally pull. wrong. Was was he the one that's married to? Um, was married to Kirsty. Kirsty yeah. Allen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Simon Simon. And and brother and to Sean Cassidy, McCraney. TV brother anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, for all of you. <laughs> Anywho, so much for that yeah. diversion. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. So you know they they both. Visit Dickie, and it's a pleasure to see them. But Dewey, you know, he uh, he goes off to one of. Dickie's oh wait, before own... we get into that, because yeah. one thing we didn't talk about was the map uh, monologue. Oh, yeah. I mean, come How on, Dickie is like loved it. Go to the oh, grab my... and go gas and guzzle whatever. It was. Yeah, right. Get yeah. yourself a map. Save a lot. <laughs> it's like, who the hell wrote that? That's. What, I mean, I, I obviously we know the writers of this story. I just want to know. Okay, I wanted to be in the room when that thing happened. Mm. Yeah. Just okay. keep. Just keep going. Yeah, yeah. Just keep, keep going, going until up, you yeah, wink so out of existence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, I mean, I don't know if, if they got Jeremy before that script was written, if they said, yeah, or if they say, look, this is what we want you to do. And he said, yeah, of course I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great yeah, that, yeah. 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 one of the things that they did say was that Jeremy brings a lot of the life to the character okay. yeah. but but you know I mean they, they follow their scripts pretty closely on yeah. this show because not, number one they're written so well and number two the actors recognize that they're yeah. written so well just, mm-hmm. ju- just do what they say yeah. <laughs> you know wow. That was great. So I'm sorry to interrupt, Matt. You were talking about no, Dewey moving on. You know, uh, just that Dewey goes to meet one of our uh, one of our old dealer buddies, yeah, uh, Cyrus. Cyrus. The, uh, for those you don't know, is the pellet guy. Yeah, haven't seen him in a while. Um, and uh, oh, yeah, pellet guy. Oh, the yeah. guy who was shooting yeah. the, pe- the, yeah, the the tweakers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was shooting the Got tweakers, it. and then Wynn was turning the back on him and shooting him. Mm-hmm. Right, right, so right. That's where we last saw. Right. Him. Yeah. So uh, he's very excited about these bricks. <laughs> yeah. A lot of money to be made. However, he's got to get the money cavalry like you do <laughs> in any situation. You're out at the grocery store and yeah. you don't have enough yeah. to get everything you need. You don't want to put the turkey back. So you get the money cavalry yeah. on the horn because that's a thing. And uh, <laughs> instead, we get Danny showing up and this that's Mexican standoff between these idiots um, as they're hurling accusations at each other, then Cyrus pulling out two guns and dictating the terms, mm-hmm. getting his bricks, and he, he all in all, he had a great day. He yeah. did, you know, very good successful day for Cyrus. Mm-hmm. He wanted drugs, now he has. Them. <laughs> I was expecting Cyrus to end as soon as uh, Dewey left. Oh, for Danny to Danny just pick up the gun and shoot him? I thought yeah. the whole thing was... I, I liked it. I thought visually it was wonderful. I kept, but I kept going, why... And why are you throwing the implausible flag? Yeah, because I was mm-hmm. like, why is that happening? And mm-hmm. It just seemed like so... Oh, you're so ready to just <laughs> drop your guns? I thought... Yeah. Why no. brandish Because yeah, there's everything. a lot at stake in this room uh-huh. with, the, with those bricks. I just really thought that um, Danny wasn't going to let three bricks stay if, if you know, you just kill a guy that no one knows you were there anyway. Yeah. No one knows where you are. He is in mourning. He's not thinking clearly. He's, He's letting clearly. people but, live. Yeah. He's letting bricks go away. Yeah, I mean, between how many they've had to give out to various drivers. Right. You know, yeah. How much is left. Right. Like, <laughs> they get like a quarter of the overall yeah. thing, and I then mean, Raylan takes it. 
But they yeah, did get, I, they did, I, I'm with you on the implausibility flag on that one. But it was a great scene. And it yes. Was and so we Look give up our, you yeah, know, like, yeah, we right, give up our criticism like, on yeah. this. All right. All right. But, all right. And I, I really thought Danny was going to kill Dewey. Oh yeah, yeah, I thought for sure they'd go after we, that, but we it don't see that. Dewey after the after yeah. the scene in this episode. So he's then, well, just because he got a two minute head start. He got a two minute head start, and as you mentioned, uh, Danny is still uh, mourning, yeah. so he was grieving. So he didn't go after right. Dewey for because he had to deal with instead Chelsea. he went and got lilies for Chelsea's. Queen. But obviously, that's not the end of Dewey. So at least not uh, this season. Yeah. He's gonna no, see, but, we gotta, but yeah, he sure doesn't have a lot to bargain with. Well, he's yeah. got the gremlin. Well, and. and Raylan did a good job of saying, look, your your name is above with the Dixie Mafia, so mm-hmm. you got nowhere there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even your own horse sold you out, so you got, I don't know how much you got there either. So where's he going to go? What's going to happen to him? I still think he's going to get killed. <laughs> By the way, they do a great moment when they take, when he takes the money, he's like, you know, who who do you think you're going to fool with this? And, you know, all this sort of and he fools the whores right away. <laughs> like with them. Here. Here you go. With the okay. leather suitcase. Yeah. The briefcase. Uh-huh. And, you the know, ringer. he knew they, yeah. they were, uh, what would we say? Oh, no, this is a green whorehouse. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This yeah, here is a green whorehouse. My used condoms. <laughs> this here is a green whorehouse. Hilarious. Michael Rappaport is just killing it. A lot of great lines in this episode. Yeah, and and before we skip over, because we're you know we were talking about Danny earlier, we get a moment where he talks about where he found Chelsea and kind yeah. of connecting that back. Yes, um, and it was it was nice to get get that out of him, especially when he's got. Uh, I mean, I've never had a dog, and I know people mm-hmm. love their dogs intensely. His love is very intense, mm. and knowing you know that how proud he is the the strength of this pup who was nearly dead and now is so strong mm-hmm. you understand why he's obsessed with this dog right you know yeah um and then there's also there's the Kendall of it all which uh can we get into yeah let's jump in yeah so i mean at the very top a... of the episode Chelsea runs off and gets hit by a car Kendall knows he is doomed there's nothing to be done Danny is completely irrational. Although part of me is wondering, you know, why couldn't he go to his mom? Why couldn't he go to Daryl and let them know what was going on? Well, I, I think he's got incentive to leave as, you know, anyway. Sure. And the, what he said to Allison right there, I've seen Danny do stuff even when he wasn't mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, what's Wendy? What's his mother going to do? How's yeah. his mother going to stop that? Yeah, it's true. I thought it was, to me, as soon as he, whatever he said to Allison, yeah, that's right. I would have run too. Yeah. He's apparently he's very hungry because he he was only there for like maybe an hour or two, and he's, well, he's already. On the run. But I'm saying he's eating pizza, and then she makes him and another sandwich, sandwich. Yeah. and I'm just like carbs on carbs on carbs. Yeah, he's a kid. I guess so. He can do that. Well, he he had the Mountain Dew. That's so true. that equals everything. You're out. right. That, it, it was that a, dissolves everything. It was an interesting conversation that they had, where where he was really, really trying to be a man mm-hmm. and trying oh, to say yeah. the things that a man would say. And I thought it was a great callback later with uh, Daryl mm-hmm. uh, that you know how they closed the mm-hmm. episode with. But mm-hmm. yeah. um, and and I thought I thought they they let Allison play it just right. You know, she didn't condescend. You know, she she kind of acknowledged and didn't, you know, oh, don't be silly. Mm-hmm. Well, this you know? is probably not the first time one of her wards has fallen in love with yeah. her. Right. Yeah. You know, and um, and, you know, she's got experience with, you know, dealing with these troubled kids. But I thought it was very nicely handled. Yeah, for sure. It was it was painful to hear him, you know, because that's yeah, really what he wants to be. He wants to be able to do this. The and, only person he could think of to run to. For help, I mean, let's face it. What, how it didn't go well with Jack, right? Yeah. Right. So who else is he going to turn to? And I, that's how he could have gone to Raylan, maybe. Could have. Well, he'd have to explain what happened to the money, right? Yeah. He'd have to like roll on his entire yeah. family. Yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. 
But it, it was just it was again. I think the 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 actor and I don't know his name, but yeah, he's doing yeah. a great job. He's doing job, a wonderful man. job, and and honestly. I hope nothing bad happens to him before the end of the season. Nah, I don't think so. I, you I know, don't think he's out of the I don't woods think now that, that Danny's dark. dead. Mm-mm. I don't think they're going to go that. Dark. I feel like he's the sacrificial lamb now that he's on. Know? He's on Daryl's side. You know, it's just him and Daryl against the world. I don't trust that pairing. No, no but, I you don't know, trust that th- I don't either. But I don't. I don't think. Um, you know, if they didn't kill Raylan's baby. Which they, pro- you know, I kept predicting. <laughs> I've been predicting for years they're going to do that. A fourteen-year-old kid mm-hmm. who he just wasn't able to get out of the life in time, and the main character's unborn child. I know, but they didn't have the they didn't have the wherewithal to kill that that baby, right. which is you know is heartbreaking in one sense, but we don't know the baby. Yeah. You know, we don't have we as an but audience don't have an experience with that baby. Um. Either and they didn't really. kill Winona mm-hmm. either, you know, knowing that she was on all other, like, 20 other TV shows. They didn't <laughs> kill her. Um, so I don't think they're going to kill Kendall because okay. because I we think have the sacrifice is still going to be Dewey. Because we have a connection with Kendall, because Kendall is smart, mm-hmm. and because Kendall was ready to sing... Sing like a canary when it came down to it. Chelsea's dead. Oh, and I watched you kill John Baptiste. So there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Open that floodgate. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. my God. The look on Daryl's face. But yeah. that was a great moment when, yeah. he, when he finally was able to say, she's dead, you asshole. You know, and yeah. just finally be able to just And let out the whole John Baptiste line. Yeah, the great, yeah, yeah the look on uh, Daryl's uh, face was when great. When he realized he learned that, about yeah. John Baptiste. Mm-hmm. That was terrific. That, so dialed That in. is what's yeah. so good about watching this kid because he goes between what is a very childlike, I'm going to, you know, get, I'm going to get you. To having wanting to have this dream, wanting to you know we could run away. I I, I can do stuff. I can bartend. Mm-hmm. Like oh man, you you just are so lost. Yeah, which is why I think that if anything, that will be the one little glimmer of hope is that he will get out of this. Right, I hope so. Yeah, and and, then, and that's all Raylan's wanted. I mean, Raylan has been pushing to to save this kid mm-hmm. from the beginning of the. Um, it's season. this year's Loretta. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just yeah. I'm just thinking, Kendall and Loretta end of the series. Yeah, there's a nice spin off. <laughs> Neither one of them can hold on to money. Oh my god! So. But at least he can do stuff, yeah. and yeah. she's way craftier than he is. That's mm-hmm. true. She can do stuff too. Yeah, they mm-hmm. have a decent shot at a good life together. Yeah, so that's, what? A, that's that's a, boy Nava. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? That's the name of the series. What could go wrong? The blood packed at the end. Yeah. yeah. Incredibly creepy. Incredibly creepy. I was thinking of all the people I would not want to share any sort of bodily right? fluid with. Yeah, it Kendall. Would, it would be any crow, <laughs> but yeah, Kendall. No, it would be Daryl. Of course. Oh, God. Yeah. No, no, you no. You want to share That was no. creepy, but yeah, just, just weird. And you know, I, I've, I've, kind of especially coming off the fight. But go ahead. Well, I'm trying to figure out what's going on in Kendall's head. Is he just doing it because he has to? Because what choice do you have at that point? You can't say no. Um, or is he is he ready to turn? You know, is he ready to take that turn? Since Allison didn't take him up on his offer to leave town, is he ready to commit to the life? I don't think so. I didn't yeah. get that. I still think that he just wants. I think away he's still from these scared people. and just yeah. He just wants he wants out. But you know, he imagine you know your six foot four mm-hmm. uncle walks in. Something's very off about him. Yeah, he takes out a knife. He's bleeding already. Yeah, he's bleeding. Takes out a knife, cuts his hand open, and he's blocking the exit. Yeah, you participate. Yeah, and you try not to upset him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I was trying to figure out, did, did Daryl step down to a 15-year-old level, or did Kendall step up to an adult level in, in, in that scene? You know what I mean? It was like, so you're doing a, a blood bonding thing. To me, that sounds really adolescent. Well, it's what it's what Daryl's father did with him. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. And and so that's where I was. I'm trying to figure out who 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 made the move there. Well, um, I I don't think anybody really made the move. I think Daryl wants to create this import uh, so that Kendall rises up and yeah. you know right. becomes you know. a man now. But I, I don't think it's you well. Know. You you think about how Daryl views family. Family to yes. him is loyalty, and he is mm-hmm. the head of that family, and he's keeping the family together because they have to do whatever he wants to do because he is the head of the family. Mm-hmm. He is taking care of them in his own kind of perverse way. So now that he has very little family left. I mean, he killed Dilly. Danny's yeah. dead. Mm-hmm. You know, Wendy hates his guts, and he just beat the crap out of her. Horrifying. Mm-hmm. You know, he is going to make sure that he gets that blind loyalty from the one remaining family member he has left mm-hmm. who hasn't really betrayed him. And who mm-hmm. he can influence. Yeah. yeah. Deeply. But, but there's, but there's and still... In some weird, psychotic way, prove to Wendy, see, I am... Uh, yeah. I, can't, I am fit I to be in the shadow. Yeah, some yeah, weird, twisted... Yeah, but Wendy's not dead. I mean, she's you know well, she's no, still going to have an influence. Yeah, so she's a headache. Now, you already mentioned man. it. Let's talk about it. So you got into the fight. It's like that was another scene I was going. Everybody's fighting like crazy. Of course, we'll get to Ava and all that yeah. kind of thing. Mm. And and you mentioned earlier, Matt, that uh, Raylan's his patience is wearing thin. Boyd's, you could see the the weight of what Boyd's been going through and all mm-hmm. that's happening here. And Wendy, you know, everything she's having to deal with time after time, saving these guys from going to prison. Yeah. And getting nothing for it, and now trying to tell him, look, it's time to we cut our losses. Even Dad knew better. Yeah. That was the interesting point. She uses her father, their father, mm-hmm. as you know. Look, this is what our family does. Yeah, you know, Dad taught you how to do this, and you want to keep the family together. She said that's what he always did. He always kept the family together. Mm-hmm. And so she was definitely hitting on what she. Yeah, but then blows it by saying that you're not fit to sit, stand in yeah. the shadows. Like what you just said, you paved the nice way for get, giving him an out, mm-hmm. and then you just insulted the crap out of him. Not right. not a very good. Well, yeah. yeah, but then he insults her, and that's why yeah. she gets up and she smash she socks him one. Right. You know, and then he returns it, realizes he's done something awful, starts apologizing. But then she grabs Comes the bottle and she does it again, mm-hmm. and then it just goes way too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you only get one shot when you have a bottle. Mm-hmm. You got to make it count, especially when he's like you say, six four mm-hmm. and big. Yeah, mm-hmm. so and mean. that was that was um, really a hard scene to watch. So okay, what is? I also had this is another one implausibility flag. I went. I, I just never saw Wendy taking a swing at him like that. I just I was like, what? Because it's too, it's stupid. It's, it's reckless. Yeah, she's yeah. not stupid. And how? What is one? Sw- she can't take her him down bro- with one her swing. Her brother is dead, and she considers that. it to be his fault. I, I think that there's a lot of pent up anger there, and she's been pushed. I to don't a disagree bit. at all with that. Okay. I just still went. But why would she enter a fight that there was no way she there's was going to no win? No way she's going to win that yeah. fight. There's, and even if you get your shots in, which is kind of fun TV, right? You know, I'm just going. Yeah, there's no, there's no good out for her on that. And she's usually yeah. 
amazing at finding the out. Here's what, right. That's all a, season a fair long. point. Here's what I will say to that. And you, you take it moment by moment. Mm-hmm. She's furious with him. She socks him one because he deserves it. Mm-hmm. Right. Not thinking that he would. going to hit her back. Hit her back. He's in mourning. Right. He slugs her but in the stomach. That's what I think was so silly. It's like, you know your brother. Right. You know that if you hit him, he's going to hit back. But I don't know that she knows that. I, see, that's where I just disagreed. I, thought, uh, I just felt like okay. she's smart enough now to know that. And and I get that the you know obviously the pressure cooker I get it I you know I'm not saying that it's, it's not for me it was just like nah well, you maybe, could have found a better way a into little, that maybe it's a little of both maybe she didn't anticipate he would never do that that's mm-hmm. why she took the shot and I, this realized, is what I didn't like it but it was a calm and rational discussion and then it went I would have much rather her being all pissed off because of you know my son all this and then it got into that because it, it was too calm too ra- and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. now you're gonna swing at him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just didn't, mm-hmm. that didn't work for me. Well, and the, you know, the, the second swing, the swing with the bottle, mm-hmm. I think is really the one where it, you know, she, she pl- overplayed her hand. It to, you know, yeah. to speak mm-hmm. to your, to your, um, theory. I mean, I, and I, I, I agree with you, John. So. Sorry, man. All right, that's fine. But it was, but it, <laughs> but, you can't win every time. No, no, but it was an interesting, I mean, now don't you, who, who wants Daryl killed right away? Right, yeah. And it was, <laughs> so, you know, yeah. watching a guy drag a girl across the floor by yeah. her hair. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's just it right there. But, you know, they kind of had to do that with Boyd. Remember how you started to like Boyd um, yeah. last you season? To, you, to, yes. you have to remind the you audience that remind it's not a nice guy. These, so these guys you, are horrible. So the audience will like it when he's killed. Right. Because we've yeah. only been seeing Daryl, yeah. you know, oh, we got a problem. And he's, like, been a peacemaker. He's managing. He's, yes, he's managing. And you you haven't seen the bad part of Daryl, well, except for today mm-hmm. or yes. this episode. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, well, we knew from the get-go, the first time we saw him, he had his, had his brother killed. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he's like, oh, man. So. Yeah. There you go. So just reminding us of that. Not a that. good guy. Not a good guy at all. All right. All right. We've already talked about a little bit about Boyd. Let's go to Ava and Boyd because oh, the first time we see God. them another time. Okay. Uh, Back in the prison and the first scene, right? The first scene between them is just – I mean that was uh, – uh, Steve, you started talking about it. We started to feel for Boyd again. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. It was – I thought it was great how they, she hung up the phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and and just it just completely reinforced the fact that she's isolated, mm-hmm. and she's just at this moment of look, it's sink or swim. There's nothing else you can do for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got to do this on my own, and if I don't survive, I want you to know I had a moment to say goodbye to you, mm-hmm. and and it everything that Boyd has said he was going to do to help has not come past. Right. Okay, but uh, I, here's the question I ask: Is why do that? I mean, you still. You still do what you do on the out in the inside. Why not have him trying to help on the outside? Well, she Why said she off? she she knows she's going to try and kill Judith, right. potentially succeed in killing Judith, yeah. um, which is going to put her further in prison. Right? You not know, just if further she gets in caught. prison. If she gets caught, I mean, it's over. It's life in prison. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it's life in prison. If she doesn't get caught, then she becomes the kingpin, or or mm-hmm. it does becomes the kingpin of the heroin industry. Yeah, but she also jail. needs him for the heroin. She and yeah, she needs it for the point. heroin, but she's also she's trying to she's trying her very her level best to protect him because whatever is about to go down in this prison is going to bring some serious heat. Yeah, and if it looks at all like he coordinated these moves, right, that's very very dangerous to him. In her mind, she can't rely on him, and also there's nothing that he's going to be able to accomplish that's going to get her out. So why not ma- make sure that he remains safe? 
and now she's protecting him in her own way. Where is she going to get the heroin, though? That's my point. That's a like, great why question. Why are you cutting that off? You need that. That Yeah, I, I was looking at it from a point of, like, I think she was realizing she's going to be changed if she ever gets out anyway. Yeah. And, and that the life that they had together, the dreams they had together are just gone. And that I I took that scene as her just Dairy saying I'm Queen not will never be built. Yeah, I'm not I'm not the Ava that went in. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm going to be and I'm going to be much different if I have to do what I have to do. Just because okay, if she does kill uh, Judith, Judith. Judith, well then she's going to be targeted if she's going to be you know the kingpin. Someone's mm-hmm. going to want to you know make their bones on her. Yeah, but if she's bringing in the supply, then the, there is some safety in that because nobody wants to mess with that because they want their supply to continue. Yeah, yeah. Except now she's going to have to deal with everybody else trying to mess with that. You know, it's just instead yeah, but, of just but, doing just. But even if you do nothing, time, you're always going to have to deal with that. Somebody's always yeah, going to mess with you. And that's the point: is that she's no longer the Ava that went mm-hmm. in. And that was my take, and, and but I will agree. It's like, dude, you're saying goodbye to a supplier. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. So unless you have another plan. Yeah. And who cares if he? So he hasn't been able to. He hasn't been successful so far in doing what he needs to do. But why stops your your only connection to the outside? Let him do everything he can. Why cut that off? Yeah. I think I got no good answer. I think on that. she is. She is just done. Like he hasn't. Every time they've had an interaction. Mm-hmm. This season, they haven't been able to meet in the middle. And Boyd, as if you watch their interactions, he asks less and less about her mm-hmm. and tells her more and more about, about what right. he's doing, trying to get her out, always falling short. Right. He's not providing the kind of support that she actually needs, and she's uh, she's accomplishing more by herself. Not only accomplishing more by herself, but her situation is increasingly impossible and you know, having this distraction of this hope that probably isn't going to pan out is dangerous to someone who needs to have her wits about her and know that her situation is not going to change. Unless we're missing something, unless there's there was a reason why she needed to do it for the guards so it got back to mm-hmm. um, Judith or, you know, you know, because she's always saying you don't need the men, mm-hmm. you know, un- unless there's another play that, you know, we're missing, but... I do go to you with yeah. That was your heroin, and that you need that. So I'm Rowena will be in touch. Well, <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Evidently, there's a whole list of things. Well, she needs Rowena to do. is yeah. just saying I can get it in here, but you got to get it to me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So like, yeah. And and the, the fact of the matter is, I don't know if Boyd even has a heroin. Yeah, because well, so far everyone else in Harlan's no, he, has, he has a truck. Yeah. He got one of the. Oh, trucks. he got, he got one half of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, so when, is, when I'm sure has something to say about that. Yeah. I'm Joelle sure. Carter was um, interviewed mm-hmm. about you know Ava and her storyline. Uh, good interview, which I will tweet out later after we get off the air tonight. Um, but she's talking about how this. Joelle Carter is talking about how this season is so different for her because she's not interacting with Boyd with yeah. Walton Goggins very much. Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll pass each other from time to time and go, hey, miss you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and she says that she she doesn't give anything away, but she says, I hope that they get back together again. Mm-hmm. But there is going to be some serious rebuilding. Um, they're going mm-hmm. to be in a completely new place if she gets out, and it's going to be hard. I believe they're going to have to rebuild. I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's talk more. Since we just mentioned Joel, let's talk about the rest of her storyline. Where the you know she gets the uh, shiv ready and she's going to go take out Judith in the bathroom. Yeah. And decides not to. 
There was an interesting moment in that when they're talking and you could see her reach toward yeah. her sleeve. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm seeing it, there's no way Mother Superior isn't seeing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That had to have been a tell, mm-hmm. and uh, which is why I think she knew she was coming later. Mm-hmm. And, and why... Because what I didn't understand is why she attacked her. Why Mother... Why Judith. Why Judith, yeah, yeah. Why Judith attacked her when, when she was saying, look, we can do this together. I can cut you in and everything. And it had to have been something to do with the earlier scene where she was moving to her hand. Well, she said that, you know, she she said, I don't know if I can trust you, you right. know, right. because you did come to me to kill me. Right. Yeah, she did. But then she, but because she didn't and because she came to her and said, look, I, yeah, I don't agree mm-hmm. with it, though, because of, I, was, I also had the same question. It's like, why? why? I don't because get it. Because it's not just that, you know, she was going to kill you. Uh, yeah. I was going to kill you, but I changed my mind. Right. right. Which, first of all, someone tells you that. You're never going to forget the first part mm-hmm. of that sentence. Mm-hmm. But right. she's also, uh, Judith is a leader of, of these women who are afraid to take her down. They are afraid to face her. Mm-hmm. She's very intimidating. Right. Her intimidation is her entire power, uh, power source. Right. So to have someone who has the balls to get this close to killing her, mm-hmm. even if she's like, we can do this together, I don't want to. It can't stand. It is it is a chink in the armor that cannot be right. had. Hmm. She can't. I think she could use it another way. I think Judith could say, look, you just recognized somebody that had an opportunity and couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now you know that in, in a weird way, you can know, okay. You know Where her suppose, Well, you know that, for instance, she's a penny. She, Judith knows everybody's out. To, potentially, she can't trust anybody. Right. And everybody could kill me. So here's one person who had an opportunity and was ready to but couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So now this person, as opposed to somebody who I don't know when they can do, could kill me or, or if they would or would not, this person I know didn't. Again, unless Judith really just wanted out and figured, okay, I'll just do you know death by you know. I don't think that was the motivation. I, I, I couldn't follow that storyline. I just I didn't understand her. I felt her. like it was very clear. She really? was Yeah. Judith doesn't take betrayal lightly, and she can't have her rep be tarnished but, in but any way. But here's the thing. What rep was tarnished? If other people knew that Ava was going to kill her and didn't, it all it makes is Judith look stronger because no. she couldn't do it. She couldn't do it, but then you kill her for even having the thought. This is prison. This is war. You can't back down for even an instant. And mm. to have it be known that someone got close enough to her to do it, shiv in hand, even if she changed her mind, mm-hmm. means that a gang of women could do it. Mm. And okay. just because she changed her mind... Mm-hmm. What's to say she's not going to change her mind back again next yeah. week? I mean, it's True. just it's just steps I, to, toward the the act. No, I absolutely right. believe that, and, okay. I, and I understand those arguments. But I, in the moment, I was still going, yeah, okay. I I didn't reach a threshold of okay, I'm going to take her out. I understand your argument, but I yeah. was just like, okay, it's a good argument. Thank you. You're welcome. Good. Didn't help her though. Um, can we She's go back to Boyd a yes. little bit? Because I want to I want to talk about the conversation that he had with Ava, the goodbye conversation, yeah, and his language and his demeanor and how everything changed with this episode. So he says to her, "Woman, yeah. do you know what I have done mm. for you?" Mm. He didn't say, "Baby, sweetie, yeah, honey," he which he has called darling. her those things, yeah. darling. He called her woman, mm-hmm. and it was so. Um, cold in a mm-hmm. certain way. I mean, it was like the beginning of the turn mm-hmm. for him and so angry mm-hmm. 
because he's because he just spent time didn't he had he just spent time or he was in the next scene is going to spend time with Jimmy who yeah. he had killed somebody for yeah this he just woman. killed an old man mm-hmm. yeah and you know so his demeanor and his language like really got like stone cold mm-hmm. dark well yeah because in his mind it's like what I just I right. just killed an old man for yeah. you and you're giving me this grief right now mm-hmm. right. All this effort yeah. thrown right back in his face, Everything. endangering their operation, their future. Going to together. Mexico, all the stuff he's done that she doesn't know about the, all the details. And he, mm-hmm. yeah, for me mm-hmm. though, I really, I got the, I mean, I, I got the feeling that. Oh gosh, I can't really articulate it, but it's, but you know, the sense of him, like, is he going to walk away? I guess is my question. And let's fast forward to the conversation yeah. with Albert. Albert. Yes. So so he finds Albert in the bar. Mm-hmm. He obviously is setting candy up with Albert yeah. so that they can, he can apprehend him later. Extracts him from the bar. He ties him up, talks mm-hmm. about, you know, ha- Boyd has a knife in his hand, is mm-hmm. again the stone cold killer that we know he can be. Mm-hmm charming as he is sometimes he's holding that knife and he says you know how many times you use the word penetrate did you Mm -hmm. penetrate Mm -hmm. which means you know evokes a whole bunch of other things Mm -hmm. when you've got a guy and a knife and a guy in a Mm -hmm. chair (laughs) you know what's going to happen here Mm -hmm. so it really put the fear of god in albert Mm -hmm. so then albert says i did it because i loved her and i couldn't i couldn't have her Mm -hmm. and that turns boyd please let's discuss yeah, well, it was I, one of those conversations I, where I just went. <laughs> what? Well, I, 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 part of it goes back to the whole thing where, he, you know, he's done so much to try to get her out, right? And every step of the way, it's been thwarted yes. in some fashion. So, and here this is, all, he just wants this guy to recant. Yeah, and he can't, he can't get him to. Right. Well, first of all, what I didn't understand is even if you have him recant tied to a chair, how are you going to get him to recant? Yeah. In a courtroom, mm-hmm. well, because it's, of threat I mean, of death. it's fear of death. Just, yeah, fear of death. Okay, yeah. fine, yeah. but okay. So you love her and everything. Well, then isn't that argument? Well, recant, and we can get her out. I mean, if he's crazy, don't but you play to the crazy? It, we'll we'll get her out, but then I st- he still can't have her. What I yeah. love about this scene, and I yeah. think what you're hitting on, Tamra, is that Boyd realizes sees something of himself mm-hmm. in this guy that he hates so utterly. In that. He's been doing everything that he can, and he is there because he loves her so completely. Mm-hmm. And to have those same feelings betray both of them and to be looking this guy who, you know, he compliments him. He's like, it took some serious, you know, commitment for- commitment and fortitude yes. to mm-hmm. penetrate yourself twice, you know, and it's in the name of love. And he can't, for a moment, he just can't even bring himself to do and it. Look, and just like you were saying, everything Boyd's done, and mm-hmm. she still doesn't want it. Yeah. It, didn't, it didn't pay off for me, though, yeah. he, because he made a point in the jail. I got this thing. I got him. I got a lead on him. You know, we're going to get him to everything. To yeah, but get, that was before she said, don't bother, basically. But that. But then he did. He still did it. Yeah. yeah. He still went right. and found out. Because he, he figures if he can get if he can do this and yeah. get her He's going to change her mind. Yeah. Right. If he can, then that'll change things. But I think at some point he just realized I, it's just not going to work. It's a, no matter what I do. It's it's kind of over. Come on, it's true love between <laughs> Ava and Boyd. Well, this is, I mean, I think, Albert but I think thought that's it what, was true love, too. I think that's what he's questioning. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And he, the if, way if, Walton Goggins is is lit in this scene, yeah. he just he looks like a shadow of himself. Exactly. That's why the weight of it, that's what I was saying earlier in the scene. And I, I think because... Absolutely, I totally agree with I that. I just killed an old man for you, and now you're, you're 
breaking up with me. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to torture this guy. What what good is that going to do? If if that didn't turn your head or, or make you understand what I'm trying to do, what is torturing this guy going to do? And I don't think it was about the torture. I think he needed... See, to me, I just keep going back to, look, this is the guy that put her into the jail she's in now. Mm-hmm. So, and if you remember, that was going to be the next day she was yep. going to get out. Right. And that whole beat's getting lost. And and they're not readdressing that. They were this close to getting their life back. Why do, and this do is they the, have to? I mean, Well, yeah. Nah. This is the guy that put her over there. Right. And this is the guy that holds the key to get her back. And to let him go because he says, well, I did it because I love her, that that just seemed like, wow, that was kind of an easy out. And it, it didn't, it was for me, it wasn't as fulfilling as... Right. Anything. Well, well, I don't think it's over. No. I it, mean, it's definitely not over. It wasn't resolved. The scene is left open-ended. We don't know what Boyd did with this information and with these feelings. I think the important thing about it, and, and, and frankly, I don't think they've ever, you know, uh, stepped away from the fact that they were this close to getting out. The fact that they did get this close made it that much more crushing that they now can't. And I think I think the important thing here is that Boyd is seeing a parallel between himself and this despicable little guy who, you know, completely railroaded their chance at happiness. Well, here's the thing. If she gets if she gets um in trouble for mm-hmm. killing Judith. Mm-hmm. And he did say, "Yeah, I understand. I can t- I can recant." Well, then that would be something totally different. Oh, you had the opportunity, you missed it because look what happened. Mm-hmm. But if she skates on that and they don't use this guy, then I'm kind of like, going, "Well, then what what are you guys doing? What's going on?" Well, I'm you know, not that we we don't usually do predictions on this mm-hmm. show, but I'm going to predict that she will not get caught for that crime mm-hmm. because it's then it's over no. for good for for Ava and I don't think they're going to do that She's on the not, show. Yeah. So she's not going to get caught for the murder or injury, attempted right. murder. We don't know if she's we dead. Yet. We don't know yet. We didn't see the blood coming out. We didn't see the coroner <laughs> pronounce exactly. her we, dead. She wasn't putting the body bag So yet. I don't think that that's going to be the case. But um, – and, you know, we – as viewers, I, I hate to kind of meta-talk it, but we like seeing Boyd and Ava together. Mm-hmm. Or at least the – you know, the, the hopes of Boyd and Ava mm-hmm. being together. And so when they take that yeah, away, that ruins the Dairy Queen, don't so, Yeah, we, we do want, want the, the Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen. The Dairy Queen and the house on Clover Hill mm-hmm. and little Crowders running around everywhere and stirring up trouble. They were yep. this close. Yeah. Yeah. With a chocolate vanilla swirl. Crowder yeah. babies. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Anyone would want to see the next generation justify the next generation mm-hmm. with Raylan's daughter being like a kick-ass marshal. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then, you know, we got Loretta and Kendall already. They're exactly. Gonna, mm-hmm, and have, they start their yeah, own absolutely. McCree crime family. That's it. That'll be nice. Because he'll take her name because she's stronger than him. All right. And speaking of crime families, let's go to Win now because yes. that yes, gets let's. us over to Picker and, and Catherine. We got, all right, that was terrific. We okay, got Mary so, Steenbergen so coming in with that. Go ahead, what did I miss? Who's Catherine? So Catherine, okay. uh, Catherine is the, I think it's Catherine Hall is the uh, widow, yes. the widow of his former mentor. Wynn Duffy's Wynn former Duffy's mentor. Former yes. mentor. For, uh, yeah. Catherine Hale, uh, and uh, she's a new character that is going to be on this season and next mm-hmm. season. So whatever's happening in these next three episodes with her is going to set up a larger arc mm-hmm. for what happens to Wynn. And it's interesting, their history, like the first time we see them uh, on screen together, and she's talking about, I haven't seen you in ten years, and just her attitude yeah. makes it kind of sound like they have some kind of romantic history. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it makes you wonder, what happened to the mentor? Mm-hmm. Curious. 
Yeah. You know, we don't know. Um, we don't know, but she's very enigmatic. She's mm. she is requiring 50k mm. to weigh in on the Picker versus Boyd conundrum. She well, brings clarity. Right. She makes an assessment. Right. Mm-hmm. But like Picker says, you know, you can pick the guy who's probably going to get you put in jail or the guy who's going to make you rich. I'm like, what has Picker done? I mean, yeah, yeah Picker hasn't done right? anything. He introduced them to Mr. Yoon, but that's it. I yeah. mean, I know that's like and a that's big over. deal. Now but then he done. has just sat on his behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And done nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. Wynn was thinking uh, in that moment, no, I'm I'm picking between how you're going to kill me and how he's right. going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is but, And the other thing at. is I think, I think there's, there's some sort of, well, there's a huge camaraderie between Wynn and Boyd. There's yeah. some sort of. I mean, I think Wynn recognizes that Boyd was. That's who I was back then. Right. I think there's some of that. He's the going hillbilly on. version of well, me. Yeah, that kind of thing. That he's a survivor. He's you know he knows how to work, uh, and he, he's an opportunist. All those things that I think Wynn respects. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, obviously, there's having issues and problems. Otherwise, he wouldn't be bringing Catherine in. But I think Wynn would rather work with Boyd. Yeah, I, I, I think Wynn is trying. That, to figure... Don't forget, Wynn had tried to have Boyd killed. Yeah. And, and I think he recognizes just what you're saying that that Boyd could easily come out of this, yeah. you know, a, a player. Yeah. And it's best to make sure everybody's happy. And I, I agree with Matt though. I mean, what the hell has Pickard done? Nothing. I'm surprised he's still around. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. he hasn't just been. He's shot. got some serious balls on him, yeah. saying that mm. he's the one who's going to make him all this money. Right. I'm just saying. Feet haven't been on the ground. He hasn't held a gun in yeah. weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's doing. And we are on episode 10 here right now. Yeah. Things are going to start to really go. Because escalate. She's, Catherine says, oh, okay, so you're between a Chicago rock and a, 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 a Detroit rock and a shit kicker hard place. A hard place. Mm-hmm. Well, who who in Detroit? I thought Detroit that's was Picker. He, Picker was from Detroit. Picker's from so Detroit. that's that. That's yeah, that's about, yeah. Detroit. Yeah. So yeah. you could whack Picker, and that issue is done. And, uh, the Detroit mob that's, is essentially done. Theo Tonin. Is yeah. Now I mean, Theo last time done. I saw Theo, he was right. in a box. Picker, shot. Picker's the last remnant of yeah. the Detroit mob. He he doesn't have any connections so there. He, anymore. She was just referring to here are the two people you're going to be working with. Yeah. This choice is Detroit Rock, Shit Kicker. Yeah, it seemed like a real easy. Easy solution to me. Except right now it isn't because it, all Boyd had to do is get the stuff. Yeah. And he couldn't even do and that. Still, and now there was. Now we got a partner. Now we. Oh God. Now we got. We're, now Dewey's in. I mean, everywhere they go. There's no good choice. But no, I'm, I'm, no but I'm saying for Wynn Duffy, it seems like a really easy choice. If she, if there's nothing behind Picker, if Detroit. Mom well, we is don't gone, know that part. What we know is that. Uh, Picker not only brought him to you, and we don't know what else he can provide. We haven't been shared. We haven't had that information shared with us. We right. don't know what else he provides. It'd right. be nice to know to just yeah. you know to get in on that story. Well, I'm yeah. sure as Catherine makes her assessment, we will learn. Yes, perhaps she yes. will because she, yeah, she will bring clarity for us yes. as well. All right, we got to move on because we got to wrap up with news and gossip and then get out of here. Okay, I got a little bit of news. In an interview with Michael Rappaport, he discussed how playing Daryl is a little like therapy. Um, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Sometimes it's just like venting. You scream, you yell, you punch people, you smack people and all that stuff. It's very fun to do. <laughs> uh, he says there are a lot of big twists and turns at the end, and it's going to be kind of shocking. All That's right. not exactly news. Yeah. But there are a couple of scenes that are like crazy. That's what he says. All right. That's what we love. More beating up on a and, sister. Um, and about his future on yeah. the show. You know, everybody gets the call. You get the call from Graham Yost when, oh, you know, yeah, when, when you're going to die. Yeah. And he said, uh, I didn't really know what was going to happen until we finished shooting. So I finished shooting. 
Okay, so you didn't get a call. That's what uh, that uh, wow. N- no, we don't know that. Mm-hmm. He just didn't tell us that he got the call. Because okay. they don't tell us that until the day mm-hmm. after the he show He knows airs. at least somebody who got the call. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, he said, um, <clears throat> you don't really get a... He- no, 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 Okay. The way that his character is behaving and the fact that I'm a bad guy stepping into a world of other bad guys, there was a risk to take, but I didn't have any problems with it because it's been fun while it lasted. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, that could be just for the season. Yeah. They finished shooting. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he keeps saying. Yeah. Uh, The only other news I have is that Timothy Oliphant is going to be on Late Night with Seth Meyers uh, next Wednesday, the 26th of March. (gasps) Great. Oh, by the way, um, At Midnight, the show that comes on after Colbert. Yes. uh, At Midnight. at yeah. midnight, had uh, Walton Goggins. Oh, nice. oh great. Read, read Dang a, it. Uh, read an eBay ad or something. Oh, that's uh-huh. It was great to see him. Oh, yeah. he, he was awesome. And so, our other news, who, who are we having? Oh, uh, so on April 2nd for episode 12, in two weeks, we are going to have Jacob Pitts on the show. Yay. Jacob Pitts, Tim of course, Gunderson. plays Tim Gutterson uh, on the show. And we're oh, going to be so great. excited to talk to him about it. Uh, so check that out on April 2nd, episode 12. And you can email us. Tweet us, put comments, yes. any questions you just, have. Um, that's cool. For Jacob, uh, yeah, to uh, let, info. Us let us know, and we yeah. would love to email info at afterbuzztv.com. Yeah. You can tweet at us. Uh, to Is that the episode he dies? No. Stop, Stop it. it. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't Whoops. make trouble. Don't even. Don't make trouble. That's right. All, All right. right. Well, that's it for us. Any last words from anybody before well, we. Well, yeah, we, we just, next week we have her art in the hospital. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, but as soon as he said that, didn't you know that was going to happen? Yes. As soon as he said, no, I'll take care of it. Like, what? Have you like, never seen this show? Every day in the room goes, ah! Oh, I thought it was going to happen this week, but yeah. thankfully it doesn't happen until the beginning of next week. Still sad. And then the wife says, where were you? Where what? were you, Raylan? Yeah. Why weren't you Puts where you were right supposed to be? Puts it right squarely on his shoulders. Where, where it should be. be. Absolutely. Which yeah. means in, you know, 12 and 13, Raylan's yeah. going to have plenty of motivation yeah. to do his job. You better do right. Mm-hmm. Better do Art's right. He's not going to die. No, he's not going to die. I don't he's got know. S- no, he's not going to die. I say Raylan sits behind his desk with his boots up. <sighs> Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh okay, my okay. now. And puts the man. poster back up yeah, behind yeah. him yeah. in our office. He can't anymore. Because <laughs> you have it. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Anything else? So nope. cool. All right, great. Let's tell them anything. Right, All right. Find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. And also, starting tomorrow, I am now officially a correspondent of the YouTube network SourceFed. Nice. Uh, so my first video should be posted uh, tomorrow or Friday. So if you have the inclination, check that out. I will be tweeting that out from my Twitter. Uh, very excited about that. Are you cloned? Awesome. Is that how this cloned. works? Is, I'm not God, cloned. how I'm many are there busy. of you? Uh, Bottomly Steve at Twitter. Also, check out Bandcamp.com. Did I say it wrong? Yeah, Bottomly Steven. Oh, Jesus. Bottomly Steven. Uh, Bandcamp.com. Bears in you. At Tamara Berg, T-A-M-A-R-A-B-E-R-G on Twitter. Also, my website is TamaraCentral.com. It's got cool stuff on it. Go check it out. All right. And we'll be here next week. So thank you much for tuning in. And we'll talk to you next time. Can't wait. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 